0: Fashion Lab on cliffcentral.com.
1: Welcome to the Fashion Lab show. My name is Lisa Gumba-Regisford. And on today's show, we will be talking about what had just happened at the AFI Mercedes-Benz Fashion Week Johannesburg. Um, obviously, it was a beautiful, beautiful time. Um, some of the top designers who featured included David Clale, Cosin Cossi, uh Stefania Morland, Scalo Milk Collins, Marian Fasla, Tamara Dyson, Tuelo Nguyuza, (laughs) (laughs) Spiro, Vilioti, Couture, Selfie, Agustin, Lee Schubert, Grape Brine, Boy Oh Boy. Anyway, there's which a lot. Donia, your name. Yes, which is Donya Yonne. Yes, there's a Donia, lot. Donia, yeah, well, I, I, didn't, I did not feature. <laughs> I mean, like, seriously. Let's try next year. But sitting with me in studio is my co-host, Mowick Peterson. Welcome to the show.
0: Thank you, and good afternoon to everyone.
1: And what are you wearing? Today... I know I've seen it. You
0: know what? Um, because of the Kadushi show at Mercedes-Benz Fashion Week, which was very inspired by, in fact, this jacket, a lot of the pieces... Okay, piece, more you're pushing it now. No, I'm being for real. I'm being for real. This style is back. It's been brought back, so I, I I have my beautiful what what color is this, Nicola? It's
2: it's a rust,
0: a rust, a yes. rust double breast <laughs> um, jacket, and um, with my white pants. Yes, imagine. Yeah,
2: in this hashtag Ask Nicola Cooper.
1: <laughs>
0: white pants, and then my Puma Select black M um, and gold um sneakers.
1: We love Puma right now. We love it. Isn't welcome, it? welcome to the show. Also, <laughs> obviously, we've got our senior trend analyst here, Nicola Cooper. Super looking nice and fabulous. I just complimented her on those beautiful wide leg wide leg
2: pants. I love wide leg. Me too, um, the- more so the, than a than a flare. So the 1970s are back in such a big way. Yeah. And, and a wide leg pants, uh, especially a high waisted wide leg pant, is a must have item for autumn winter. And I love them. I really, really do. So uh, you'll be seeing more of them. You I look love amazing. It. Just describe I mean, what's, your, what's inspiring the look. What's inspiring the look is actually Diane Keaton and Annie Hall and the sort of masculinity that she brought through to Annie Hall in the movie. Um So it's a little bit of a throwback to Annie Hall because I recently saw it from a boat on Zoo Lake. It was quite an mm. experience. And so the revisit of, of Diane Keaton and Annie Hall was awesome. Uh Morik, back to you. Um,
0: what do you b- have on before go, before you well, go
1: on? I, today ev- yeah. I just looked at the weather and I was stranded. Mm-hmm. But so I've got a beautiful, simple uh beaded shoulder, kind of like a little bit of a square path uh beaded shoulder. This is hand beaded by my beaded by my girl, Which is Eliza piece. Yes, which is Elizabeth Goomba. But it's a very easy look, but I feel like sometimes you wanna take it casual and easy, but you still wanna have that little Pow. Yes. So this is my pow moment. Although, Liz,
2: your hair today <laughs> is the perfect rainy hair. Yes, weather I and love it. it I know. So
0: like, you
1: should, you should have seen me outside
2: walking with the umbrellas
1: that way and, and my hair free. <laughs> you and people like, are like, what is wrong with her? Like, use it. Anyway, yeah. <laughs> moving back to you, Maureen, yeah. what were some of your highlights um, at the AFI Mercedes-Benz Fashion Week? Since since oh. you decided to live there oh. <laughs> Morbit literally lived and camped there.
0: No, <laughs> yes. with my wife, with my wife Nicola Cooper. You know Nicola and I is now
2: married. <laughs> it's apparently so. We're married.
0: <laughs> you know what? And it was my very first um year with Mercedes Benz Fashion Week and I mean absolutely I was just blown away by um the quality, I think, um, you know, of 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 collections. Um, and garments that came down the runway. I never choose the best, um, designer, but I do but say. But there's something
1: that you liked about some, someone or something. Mm-hmm. Come on. Like,
0: I, I must say, although Nicole and I were going back and forth, um, Augustine really stood out that there's some pieces, there's a new direction that she's going, that she's going into. Yes. Um, and, and it's very strong. You know, so I think for me, Augustine really, um, she stood out and um, I mean, I mean, there was other lots of designers. Let's don't do this to me. I hate. We're not choosing. Um, we're just
1: saying like, yeah. I, know what, I know what I like on some. Yes, but I did, I
0: did. I did. I did. Um, um. Augustine. Justine okay. is doing an amazing job. I mean, I'm just on Mercedes-Benz Fashion Week. Wow. I know,
2: and she's, I know she's playing around with gender fluidity yes, and yes. Thank which you. which is Thank you. really right on point. So. Very
1: nice. And Nicola, uh, what were some of your highlights?
2: Um, I am a huge selfie fan. I actually wear a lot <laughs> of uh, Celeste's designs. Um, I think it's very, very relevant Um it's a very trend orientated look, but it's an easy to wear look. I also the the Millie Collins um, oh, show yes. actually yes. blew me away, um, just because it was it was beautifully articulated with a slight hint of Afrocentricity. It wasn't like here's Africa in your face. <laughs> it could have actually appeared in in you know a Macy's overseas or an Urban Outfitters. Mm as as an African design without, with a universal appeal. But I have to state outright, Marianne, Marianne Fasler. Marianne Fasler, yes. Marianne yes. Fasler is yes. just, uh, we can't even include her in the race because she is a in a league of, of her, her own. own.
0: Yes, she deserves it. Her
2: right. and her team, because she has quite a profound, wonderful team, they knocked my socks off i wow. wasn 't wearing socks, but if I had but socks, but if on, you had it, socks, they were yeah. knocked
1: off. Wow,
2: I would say my highlight
1: uh, is o- the only show i actually. <laughs> made it to, which is Millie Collins. And I'm not being funny. I just, I just, things just came up and it was really hard. But I knew that with Morwick and Nicola there, we're actually represented quite well. So definitely Millie Collins for me was it. And I've got to share something that really happened because I'm like a die-hard fashion <laughs> queen, but I really died hard. Now, do you guys want to hear what really yes, happened Yes, let's go. Tell us. Hence, go. I didn't even watch the other shows. So here I am in my little beautiful Liz Ogumbo, oh, Liz O piece, you know, walking in and everyone's looking <laughs> King and you know me, I'm very <laughs> graceful and I'm also very kind of got that naive uh, sort of. Paris. Are you looking at me? Did I do something? And as I'm walking and looking, you're so, so 20 feet and tall. Yes, with all the with all the from the paparazzi. Yes. I'm like okay, and then there I am walking in and it starts raining right in the middle of that little tent outside. And then remember, there was a slope thing yeah, yeah. that goes oh <gasps> now. No. No. So I'm standing, walking there with my friend and now it's raining so we have to hurry up my legs, have to move quicker. This beautiful piece is really tying my knees so tight. But I'm like, you know what, Sheik, I'm dying hard, Sheiky. And there I was and my, my friend slips and falls from the top all the way and running down on that slope and like, I'm sorry. I, and, and, and suddenly I, uh, I had to lose what I was trying to do because now I had to save her. And all of these men, what happened to gentlemen? Men are just walking and running for their lives in the rain. And I'm thinking, someone help. And then when I bend to help her, my front split just goes split. <gasps> Oh my word, Liz. That's a fashion catastrophe. <laughs> and. I knew it's coming. I listen, knew it's coming. do you know where my front split went to? <laughs> oh. It split. And I said, thank God we don't have fashion police, or I don't want to call, I don't want to put some names out there. But this thing went up and split open, and now I was looking. <laughs> <laughs>
0: oh, my soul. <laughs> I oh was like, should soul. I stay
1: in the dark, in the rain? And there's already people splashing the car. No wonder you
0: didn't come and sit down.
1: I, I had to run to the car and then was like, I'm going home. But I, I didn't want to be rude. So I had to, my friend went to the concierge. She got me a little sewing kit thing. And I had to sew the dress. <laughs> Guys, I'm a fashion diehard. Sew up the split because we don't want to flash and, you know, yes. show off all the things. And then had to sit at Millie, stand, not sit because I couldn't sit because if I sat, it would have split again because it was a hand sewing. <laughs> now and then finished the show and went i mean grabbed something to eat and went home that's why so we that never saw happening. you that's mm. why you never saw me you couldn't see me i mean some people saw me from the top and they thought i was fabulous i had my purse right here <laughs> oh. Anyway, guys, I want (laughs) to, that was my, that was my highlight is that, yes, I wanted to watch more, but I had a situation, but I managed it. Um, like I said, you know, if you were a fashion diehard, you better die hard, you know, (laughs) keep your tweets coming. We'd love to hear from you. Uh, if you have some highlights around, uh, the AFI Mercedes-Benz show that just happened, share with us on Twitter. We're on fashion lab AF. Uh, our contributors would also be joining us on the show. Um, We'll be having echoes from New York with Edgy Benson. And a quick reminder is we also have our favorite segment at the end of the show called who would you want to dress and why? So keep it locked. Uh, Decide and think about it. We'll share, or hopefully at the end of the show, we'll share together. Now we are joined in studio today by special guest AFI Fast Track and next gen program manager Kaylee Davis. Again, (laughs) welcome to the show. And we're also going to be talking to fashion designer trio for Millie Collins, which is truly an Afropolitan label with, with its roots stretching from Kigali and Rwanda all the way to Cape Town, South Africa. Luckily, like you heard, I made it to see their show, Curio uh, Eye City, which uh, was their autumn-winter 2016
2: collection. What a cool collection. Yes,
1: and I love that we are all excited and talking about it, and we're going to hear more from Ines, who will be joining us um, on the show. Kelly, um, welcome to the show.
0: Welcome, Kelly. And and,
1: and and let's just share quickly what you're dressing, I mean, what you're wearing today before we go to the the real talk. <laughs> um, I feel like every
3: time I come here I have the same answer. Black.
1: <laughs> um,
3: I've just got a long long jumper on, some nice jeans. Um, from who
0: is it? Is it local? Is it international? Is it
3: Um my jumper is from Woolworths. Oh nice. Because I like to be kept warm and comfy. Oh, um nice. my my boots are I don't know if I'm gonna say this right, but Kurt Geiger, is that how we pronounce yes. it? Yes. There's always like everybody always has their own version. So I've gone fancy with the shoes. Everything else is just Um, pretty
1: much plain black. I must say, everyone
0: looks absolutely phenomenal. Nice and easy. Mm. But you know what?
1: Again, comfort always comes first. And you can still be so stylish but still be comfortable other than rolling with a split up and (laughs) constantly trying to be cool. But anyway, welcome to the show. Kelly, share with us a bit about uh, the background of AFI, Mercedes-Benz Fashion Week, and then some of your highlights as well um, on the show. Okay, so... um,
3: afi we've been hosting the mercedes-benz fashion week joburg for quite a while now we've changed it up this season we went to um santon mandela square and we decided to go for a glass tent which is the first time we've actually done this um it was amazing that we had people who aren't um in the industry coming and looking and being drawn in which is something that we wanted to achieve this year was to get people who might not necessarily be in our industry to come and view our industry because there's a lot of people that can offer if it's finance or s- support. There's lots of people who are outside of the industry that have the ability to assist people in our industry. So we definitely had a lot of um, people come and look, and that was something uh, one of our big objectives. Um, also, us being at Santon meant that we could do some really nice experiential moments for people so even if you were walking around the shopping center you got to know that there was fashion week happening and then all the cool kids just descended upon santon so it was quite fun to see people dressed just amazingly and expressing themselves in something that's you know very I want to use the word normal but like people who were coming from work would be mm-hmm. interacting with Young fashion designers or mm. people in our industry. So it was very nice to see like the amalgamation of people, not only our industry, but other industries mm. pulled into Fashion Week. Um, I was having this discussion earlier with Nicola. I didn't get to see as many shows that I would have liked to. We are working, so it's go, go, go backstage. And, but I did get to see some of the collections and I was really impressed. As you said, Marianne Fuster was just amazing. Um, it's always nice to see what she's going to bring out And I always think it's very special How at the end of her show she doesn't take the full credit She always brings the seamstresses And, and team, the yeah. interns and the team Which I think is something that people Don't understand about fashion It doesn't take one person So I think that's always special that she does that
1: Wow Kelly, before we go on further um, We um, definitely had a chat With um, Ine from the Millie Collins Trio And uh, We got a chance to just have a quick conversation with her. We're just going to roll over to that. Now, we all know that we're still coming out of that hype um, from the AFI uh, shows that just happened, the Mercedes-Benz Fashion Week. And one of the design trio that I um, actually managed to go and watch who is really who I wanted to watch is Millie Collins. Millie Collins is a truly Afropolitan label with its roots stretching from Kigali in Rwanda to Cape Town in South Africa. Uh, their 2016 Autumn Winter Show at uh, Mercedes-Benz Fashion Week Joburg was amazing. Wow, we're going to talk about all the details um, around uh, this collection. Um, and also, obviously, I also want to just introduce um, in person because I, I spoke about the trio. So there is Namniak Odupoy who joined Ines Casas and Mark Oliver, who are the co-founders of Millie Collins, um, in March uh, 2015 as a designer. Odupoy also comes with a very strong industry credential that includes successes as a model, as a stylist for Couture uh, Africa in Kenya, I have worked personally with um, Odupoi. Um, I think we, I could probably be the first person who thought you've got to be on a runway. I mean, long time ago when I had an agent in Kenya. So it's a very beautiful, organic sort of connection. And uh, I just want to introduce the lovely Ines who's joining us in studio today. Ines, welcome to the show.
4: Thank you very much.
1: Ines, you look... um, relaxed <laughs> you look a bit casual but it's still kind of sassy so you kind of don't look like a woman who just fell off the side of the street looking Thank like hi that. guys <laughs> i just woke up but you look i love your look and i'd love you to share with our listeners what you're wearing okay. and what inspires it um
4: so i'm basically wearing like a very casual shirt as you said i'm i'm like playing it easy today uh day after the show it's it's uh, kind of exhausting um i'm just wearing um a very simple pendant made by a friend of mine in Spain. She's a fashion designer, sorry, jewelry designer. And uh, it's, it's quite interesting because it's, it's a nail that you can actually open wow. and put a message inside. So it's just, um, yeah, it wow. just has the double that is, side of it. And then just a flowy, easy casual pants and a cardigan. In case it gets cold in your Very work.
1: nice. I know I'm like the cold queen, so I'm like I always have things, and I'm like Me I'd too. rather carry a few layers <laughs> than <I know>. freeze. <laughs> never, n- never enough. <laughs> never enough. But welcome to the show. Thank you very much. Now I want to go straight into you, just also giving us a bit of a background around uh, Millie Collins. I personally have heard of Millie Collins, and you know that I am um, of Kenyan origin, obviously. Mm-hmm. Um, and every time I come around, I've got a cousin of mine who's always like, "You should check out Millie Collins." But I'm like, "But where are they?" You know. So so it was very, I think, very humbling and very good on a last-minute basis to come and watch your show and actually get a feel Absolutely. of what the brand is about. Could you just give us a bit of a background?
4: Yeah, so uh, Milk is a brand that, um, as you said before, we, was founded by me and my, my partner, Mark. So we moved to Rwanda uh, in, back in 2009, and we started basically a small workshop with tailors there where we basically trained them and also shared, you know, skills from one side to the other. So we basically were using the artisanal and like handcraftmanship of the region and um, merging it into like uh, a more um, international trend kind of feel. So that was the very start. That was in 2009. And then we opened the first store in Nairobi in 2010. Um, So that was like basically our adventuring into retail was with our first store in, in Nairobi. So that was the first one. And then Years went by, and we opened second, third, and f- fourth. So we we are now uh, very well established in the city of Kenya, so in Nairobi. So basically, that's been our first um, market, I would say, and the main one today. Um, but uh, yeah, so Milkorins is a brand that wants to celebrate Africa, wants to celebrate um, handcraftsmanship combined with trends, and and basically, um, yeah a very honest approach into what is being done in the continent. Wow. Just to um,
1: um, go back to what you mentioned about Kigali, are you guys still, do you have a base in Kigali? So
4: the workshop that we started in Kigali is now run by the team there. So they're still running that. They're still working for us. So they're one of our suppliers, so to speak. And um, yeah, so we're still very much working with them in in certain products that they carry throughout in our stores. and, And then Basically, our workshop uh, network has expanded to Kenya and also to South Africa recently.
1: So now my question to you is obviously, and I say this, uh, with due respect is Kigali is still to, still to me, a very small fashion, uh, market, very small compared to the bigger markets like, uh, Nigeria, like Kenya, like South Africa. Um, do you guys actually sell and are you, are you selling or are you just producing your, we're actually pieces just there just producing. and then exporting them to other parts of the continent and the world. exactly. and but do you have you thought about the market, or do you still feel like the market is also not ready?
4: Um, and, and I think the made- market um, is slowly getting ready. So uh, I couldn't. I don't think it's comparable to Nairobi, for instance, and I think that's what made us take the decision to jump into Nairobi to open our own retail because we thought that we could have an option to basically have more than one store, so that we could actually create a model in terms of that, and then expanding into other cities in in the continent. But Kigali has a flourishing um, fashion industry. Definitely, some interesting brands coming out from there. I think the market. Needs to mature, mm. and definitely needs to mature within the concept of buying and wearing mm-hmm. African fashion. Because mm-hmm. I think m- most of of the um, of the cities in Africa struggle with that. You know, mm. to have consumers actually understand uh, what it is to um, to wear African fashion. But I think. Other cities are way more mature than mm. than Kigali, definitely. And I would
1: also say that it's not um, some of the things I've said. I've seen myself um, as an African child who lives in the continent, who's passionate about the continent, and does for the continent is the economies are also a big play a big role in consumer, um, you, you know, con- consumership Because I'm sure that there is a small fraction who's able to actually say, I understand that this is an African brand. I love the workmanship. I love the ethos behind the brand. Um, However, I can't afford it because really at the end of the day, when you look and see what majority of Africans are earning, I mean, uh, averagely, there is also like your hierarchy of what is so important, what has to be done. bills have to be paid and then this and then that. And And plus considering the fact that China has also really disposed a lot of um junk in our yard. Indeed. So the truth is, I, I love that, you know, that you guys are also just taking it slowly and organically so that it, it, that it's not forced in, but also understanding that yes, we can produce in Gigali. We may not have a store in there, but that could be maybe your vision 2050. I don't Completely. know. Like, you know, something so that we can actually make sure that, cause my thing, my, the, what pains me is when you see brands come in, produce, and take the staff away without the local people getting a piece of the pie yeah. you know what i'm saying yeah, so but it's still good and it's still commendable and congratulations for what you guys are doing with your stores how many stores do you have now we have four stores in nairobi
4: yeah
1: <laughs> someone shoot me or slap me <laughs> it's very good and nairobi is really it seems very promising and what are it your is. what is your average price point yesterday on the runway i saw when the runway began when the show began i I kind of saw a lot of more of your pet-a-porter, your ready-to-wear feel. Exactly. Yeah. And then, slowly later, I started seeing a bit of some haute couture or some higher-end um, garments. What are your price ranges for your ready-to-wear, um, yeah. aboriginally? What, what is the It's bracket? actually,
4: you made me a very interesting question because it, it actually makes me give you a bit more context. So, um uh, with, with you know, the opening of more stores in Nairobi and also, like, um, the move of, of partially our team to, to South Africa and being, you know, more extended throughout the continent, we also realized that with a very strong ethos of Africa First, which is kind of what the brand stands for, so, like, Africa First in where we source materials and where we produce in where we, um, so throughout the chain, the fashion supply chain is so complex that you can benefit so many people throughout the process. So we decided to basically make a shift on the retail strategy of our stores and also like um, create three lines so that, as you said before, it's so important. So many people really want to buy, but they cannot afford it. So we we felt that we didn't want to be a brand that was exclusive, you know and, and
1: reachable. And
4: unreachable. We, we we knew that obviously there were pieces that were in the high end, which were the ones that you are precisely mentioning right now, the, you know, the jackets, the, the cocktail dresses, those are going to be expensive. They are they take a long time to make. They're they're very, very, very elaborate. But then so basically with in line with what you're saying and, and I'll answer your question about the price, but we have like three lines within the store. So we have the looks line which is the one you were mentioning the, the high end, the Prada portail one, where you can find a beautiful tailored jacket, mm-hmm. we tailor it to perfection so we make it your jacket. Um, cocktail dress, you know, all, all that high range which you buy for a special occasions, so mm-hmm. you're paying more money for it. Mm-hmm. Then we have the, the essentials line that we call which is the midline, which is more the preta porte casual feel. Mm-hmm. Um, looks that you saw yesterday yes. in the runway, like the yeah. cardigans with an African yeah. insert, yeah, very, so easy. Yeah. very easy,
1: yeah, very
4: easy that you could be wearing. Anywhere. Any day, you know, everywhere, and those come like in the mid range, and and then we have a, another line which is called hand selected, which is basically Milcolin's partnering with small brands or small uh, suppliers all over the continent to bring a product that is the perfect, you know, little brush pin that you want to buy, little keychain, so stuff that you really um, are very impulsive in buying. And that gives you that option for anyone to actually afford, you know. So, yeah, so that's kind of like the 360 strategy in our stores, which we want to kind of implement uh, throughout. So it's hard for me to say an average, but I would say, for example, the essentials line, um, I would tell you in runs or in dollars, in dollars, dollars, I would say it's around $50 if we take the higher one and we take the lower one. Um, And so, yeah. That okay. would be kind of the middle, okay. middle range. Okay.
1: And it's nice that you guys have also realized that, you know, you definitely want to cater for everyone. You don't want to leave everyone, anyone out so people can actually experience the brand based on different um, levels or different um,
4: exactly. aspirations
1: or different moods or different um, financial um, ability, you know. Exactly. So it's, it's beautiful. Um, tell us a bit more about this collection that w- we saw yesterday. Was it actually... Was it produced in Kigali or was it produced in Kenya or
4: is it a mix of different... It is a mix of uh, production in South Africa and production in Kenya this time around. So there was uh, these two countries involved.
1: Very nice. So you guys are producing in... uh Cape Town
4: yes, we are yeah we and have how is that uh, going it's good, I mean, there is a broad so for example, there's something to mention about yesterday's collection the the sunglasses were made in collaboration with the with a south african cape town based brand called Balo. so beautiful. they're all made with a, you know they were layered in leather, some of them, some of them were made in cow horns, so they were absolutely beautiful um it, it was a beautiful collaboration, so that happened, you know um it was easy it was It was incredible to work with with Balo. and uh, and then of course, the cmts that we work with to produce some of the items that we sell in the stores and that you saw yesterday
1: Wow, yeah. How many stores do you have overall? Do you have any stores outside of of the continent
4: we don 't We have uh, the online store which we are currently um kind of like re redesigning even further to give a better experience and where we are actually shipping throughout Africa for free. So it's, it's free shipping to Africa. Again, going with the strategy of like... We know it's going to be expensive for the company mm-hmm. to ship, but we know that we want Africa to get it first, mm. so Africa gets it for free, and the rest of the world pays mm. and so it's beautiful. yeah
1: thank and you, th- <laughs> thank, you. <laughs> thank you for giving us some favor and love there you know yeah, we need it <laughs> much needed
4: <laughs> and deserved so um, that's that and then yeah, and then we do an annual collaboration with Anthropology, which is a big brand from the u s, mm-hmm. and we do a collection for them uh, which is sold all over their stores in the US and then in the UK. So Very nice. And that is big.
1: One of the things I've realized that you are really doing and that I love um, and hope that a lot of other African brands will also jump onto is the power of collaboration. Because um, sometimes we get so busy doing what we want to do ourselves and you keep it in your box and you hold it so close to your chest when... The truth is if you just uh found some sort of brand that could align with your brand and it's not doesn't have to be directly competitive. It could be like you said, you've got you partnered with the sunglass exactly. um brand. You've got there's so many ways to collaborate, but I've just realized that the power of collaboration is power.
4: It's, it's and huge. I think
1: that it's the way to move forward because Absolutely. everybody's trying to make a break and uh I think we need to maybe also pay attention to collaborating more. I love I love your brand. Um, what okay. can you leave our listeners with? What, what's first of all? What is what can we look forward to for Millie Collins? I mean, 2016 is already moving, but yeah. what can we look forward to this year?
4: Yeah, I just think that um, this this show was especially emotional for us because it was the first one that we were where we were kind of launching the brand in South Africa. So as we said, we had four stores in Nairobi and um, we're seriously thinking about whether to jump into the South African market and how to do it. And, and you know, we, we've taken a year to kind of see and, and you know, understand and better and feel better. Mm. And, um, yeah, I, I don't have any, any dates doubt. or news, <laughs> but, <laughs> well, but, doubt. but you shouldn't
1: have any doubts. I saw the runway. I saw the response. I was having a short conversation with Mark, um, before you came in and I was, and I was saying to him, why are you guys not selling here? Like right. this is, uh, right. you know, and the fact that you're producing in Cape Town actually right. makes it, makes it good to yeah. even just start with stock specific stockists right. or buyers who can actually buy your brand and get the use that to get a feel before you actually exactly. set up your store. But we love, I love what you're doing. I really do. And um, I want to wish you guys all the best. Thank you so um, much. How can our listeners connect with
4: you? So um they could actually access uh, they could go to our website, so www.milcolins.es or they could actually um, they would see us in in Instagram at Milcollins. We're super approachable we and we would love to hear from them. So um yeah twitter mil collins uh, um, bar, wow
1: that uh, was mil- uh, bar collins. Ines and um
4: yeah they'll find us there and uh, we will be happy to chat with them thank you very much it's been a pleasure thank that, you so that much that was for ines the
1: holding it down for Millie collins um it looks like we all agree that
2: that was that was absolutely one of our- phenomenal favorite shows? One of our favorite shows and her voice. (laughs) She should (laughs) should package that and sell it.
1: Ines, we're going to just share it on Twitter what we were actually talking about your voice because I I think you can also sell your voice here. There's a market. (laughs) There's buyers that are ready to buy the voice but we're going to take a quick break and be back with a trend report um, with Nicola Cooper.
0: This is
2: cliffcentral.com
1: I patiently waited for you for nine months. I would sit in my chair and talk about how I longed to meet you. I knew you'd be the most beautiful baby in the world. I was ready for you, but I wasn't ready for this. If you have a child in need of reconstructive surgery, Smile Foundation can help you. Visit www.smilefoundation.co.za or call us on 0861 453
0: Fashion Lab on cliffcentral.com
1: here we are again. This is the Fashion Lab. We hold it down here every Thursday, 1 to 2 Central Africa time. And today we are just kind of having a conversation around the AFI Mercedes-Benz Fashion Week uh, highlights. Uh, we're going to get straight to Nicola and her trend report and we will continue this uh, conversation. I'm sure the trend report has uh, a lot to also, um, to also bring to in when it comes yeah. to the AFI uh, shows. But welcome to the show, Nicola.
2: Thank you very much. Um, so this is the trend report and throughout the trend report you are welcome to comment or ask questions. Hashtag Ask Nicola Cooper. My handle is at Nicola Coop or um, you can hashtag uh, Fashion Lab. So I'm going straight to the point around Fashion Weeks. There seems to be quite a controversy around them and whether they are actually necessary or not. And what what is it about Fashion Week that, that is actually relevant? So Fashion Week seems the perfect venue to proclaim yourself as a part of the in-crowd. Understandable, the increased churn of street-style photographers and front-row pictures that are permeating your feeds right now. Um, they really paint the occasion to be quite a glamorous affair, but um, this may come as a shock to some but for us Fashion Week is actually a place of work. Mm -hmm. Um I'm often saying it's a job, not a jewel. Um so there there's a recent book um called From the Back Row by cosmopolitan editor Amy Odell and she addresses the frustrations about working in the fashion industry that few will say out loud. And in most cases um the media and where we sit um in between shows we have this kind of commentary and I thought I'd bring it out to light what people don't say out loud. Um, She um, discusses the dubiously employed, um, the internet famous folk who hang around Fashion Week in order to get their photos taken and somehow (laughs) occupy a large section of the front row. The fact that self-promotion and building a personal brand through social media can be more important than the actual talent that is on the runway. So it's quite an important fact that she brings up there that you know it's it's not what they what fashion week then becomes is who is in the front row and not who is on the runway and this has seeped into folds of fashion weeks around the world and has stained the actual purpose of fashion week um Fashion Week, essentially, for us in the industry, and just to educate our audience, is where editors pick their paint. It is a press week where designers debut their collections to the press. Their press includes fashion editors who will take what they've seen to create stories or editorials throughout the year. What the editors choose to edit and feature in their magazines trickles down to the consumers. So these are people that we call, in the trend uh, world, gatekeepers. They decide what is going to be seen. So whether you realize it or not, the stories they tell every month through magazines are what you, what will be in fashion and what you will be buying. So um what is Fashion Week in general? Well, Fashion Week occurs twice a year in several cities around the world. In South Africa, we have it twice a year with three Fashion Weeks. Wow. AFI, Mercedes-Benz Fashion Week, South African Fashion Week, and South African Men's Wear Week. Um, so for those who work in the industry, Fashion Week is actually a fashion month Because coverage will last the entire month and in some cases some fashion weeks overlap or bleed into each other. Can you buy a ticket to Fashion Week? In other countries around the world, Fashion Week is an invite-only affair dedicated to the working bunch in the industry, such as editors, buyers, fashion directors, stylists and trend analysts such as myself. For show coverage, they invite bloggers, socialites and friends of the designers and, of course, celebrities, with the hope that their name will bring attention to the collection and usually it does. However, in the haze, often coverage of the actual artistry of the designer's work gets lost um, to the, again, guess who sat front row type of story. In South Africa, however, you are able to purchase um, tickets for the show. So it is a very, very rare occasion that you are, as a general public, allowed to attend. Um, but that's where the kind of etiquette around Fashion Week seems to go out the window, and you have general public knocking um, front row editors, bloggers, or stylists, or important people out of their seats. So um, it's quite interesting that... Um, in an article um, by Eric Wilson called "Is New York Fashion Week Near the End of the Runway," he he puts into words what several industry folks have been thinking for a for a few seasons. To the outside world, as I said earlier, fashion week may look like the most fabulous party on earth. But insiders are getting a little bit tired of the fuss. And, and that is insiders like myself who will attend four days of it after working a full day. So we'll work a nine to four day, go home, get changed, do a six to midnight. And in my case, I'm very lucky to go home and get rest. In other people's cases, such as photo editors or journalists, they have to write an article or edit images before the morning. So um, with three fashion weeks, there are few to no breaks. In between now hundreds of writers, retailers, photographers, videographers, bloggers, and hordes of um, somebodies who uh, for some reason really, really have to be there. Um, he also points out that um, when fashion at large has become a very present force in popular culture, attracting a new generation of designers and wannabes, Fashion Week is losing its relevance. And he really puts it down to these points that designers, retailers and editors have been questioning the relevance of Fashion Week in its current format. Okay, so not the idea of Fashion Week existing, but in its format. Um, And that's because there's two big factors um, that insiders seem to be agreeing on. One is the democratization of fashion. We speak about this often, that you can get information via WGSN. You can live stream um, the show um, from your home um, and it's specifically directed at bloggers who are actively proving that anyone with with an SLR camera and in this case even a phone or a smartphone can be an in-demand editor and the instant access digital world that we live in. So it's quite sad that you know the photographers and Actual editors who have been doing this for a long period of time who understand the context of clothing who understand the context of design are being ousted by someone with a smartphone um, and and that is something that that we you know that is of concern to the fashion industry at large, also at many of the fashion uh, weeks around the world, um, there has been quite a strong de- decline of Instagram images, although we 're seeing it still quite often. Um, at South African Fashion Weeks, um, Women's Wear Daily states that followers are not interested in blurry runway photos. She says, in fact, several social media gurus confirm these images of models in motion have historically proved performed poorly comparatively to their other images. Um, and the slump has um, only grown sharper this season for many in the front row who monitor the performance of social media posts. Um, they've actually stopped snapping Instagram pics at all. Um, so it's also seen, um, Women's Wear Daily says it's also seen as a rookie move. It's an amateur move. Um, if you look at the major editors or buyers, um, in the front row, they're taking notes. Or they just watching, because your phone does deter from actually looking at the garments. Mm-hmm. Um, I know myself because I tweet quite substantially uh, for my followers, but maybe they'll take one photo during the finale. But if you take a lot of fo- um, lot of photos, um, Women's Wear Daily says it. Uh, Shows that you're someone that lacks or has less cachet, um, and that means that you are not paying attention to what you are there to see. You actually just self-promoting, um, and it's really interesting to see that many of the designers and and what who has become the the signifiers of insider access is actually getting a peek into what's happening backstage. So we're seeing more and more um, alignment with what models are posting, designers are posting, makeup artists, and those kinds of tweets are becoming more and more interesting than a blurry runway image. Um, So, what um, Scott Galloway, who is the founder of L2, has called social media, and this is quite a funny one, he's called it the laxative of the fashion industry. And what it means is that everyone has to digest everything much faster, trends, product discovery. He says, he says designers are responding by modernizing how they promote their brands. They're flocking to Snapchat's more personal, informal platform. Mark Jacobs was the latest to join um Um, on Thursday, the day of his full 26th show um, starring Lady Gaga, the brand teased the the behind-the-scenes shots before hitting the runway. So they're really taking this quite seriously. Um, But even... Um, shows as highly viewed as the Victoria's Secret show has showed a decline in viewership as much as 32%. And I mean, we all know Victoria's Secret viewership is very, very high. Even um, Diane from Furstenberg recently remarked that in a few years from now, all designers could be showing digitally. And this is where the question of, then what is fashion week about? Is it mm-hmm. about digital media or is it about those editors, those trend analysts, um, that live, experience. That live yeah. experience and those important people seeing the garment for real? Because um, many of us can foe being at, um, at fashion week. Um, so, you know, not a lot of of designers are, are joining this snap and share era. Uh, Mary Kate and Ashley Olsen's brand, one of my favorite brands, The Row, has a strict no uh, photos policy um, in their New York Fashion Week shows, and the only images of the Fall twenty um, sixteen collection hit social media's were ones that were selected by the brand themselves. Um, MSGM has banned smartphones from its, um, Milan Fashion Week show, or mm-hmm. they banned it. Uh, writing on invitations, put your phone back and enjoy yeah. the show. <laughs> <You're right>.
0: Absolutely. It's <laughs> very
1: nice.
2: So, very nice. you know, what, what I'm starting to understand is, um, the reason for this particular trend report is I was asked by one of the helpful people at, at AFI um, who had gone to inquire as to why I was sitting second row for a particular show. Um, she asked me why I needed to sit front row. And I said to her, one, I, I have to see the clothing and two, Fashion capital If I am not seen to be at a show Then how do I become an authority On the fashion that I'm discussing So it is a very important aspect of our jobs Not just to see But to be seen And I thought I would point that out um, As an idea around these fashion weeks That if we do seem a little bit bitchy Because you stole our chair It's because <laughs> we need that chair to do our job because
0: we're there to work exactly <laughs> we're there to work
2: our lines are open
1: this is the fashion lab that is Nicola Cooper and her interesting trend report <laughs> and um, our lines are open 0861 555 we're also on fashion lab AF uh, on Twitter share your comments share your feedback Nicola, thank you. You can obviously add on your hashtag.
2: Sure. <laughs> so you can, uh, chat to me about this, um, or comment about the, the fashion weeks in general at hashtag ask Nicola Cooper, my handle at Nicola Cooper. Thank you so much.
0: Nicola, thank I just quickly want to say, sorry, Liz, um, this is, you know, when it comes to this. Top to the subject matter And I'm so glad that you raised it But I mean I know we're running out of time And there's a list of contributors But if I could share my thing I mean Liz would just cut me So I'm just going to say thank you so much for, for giving that important lecture because we are really there to work. You know, we don't just go there for f- the fun of it, of just sitting there and Although laughing. there
2: could be worse jobs. Yes. No, we
0: could be yes. minors.
1: And put away your iPad. Don't come sit in the front row I with an know, iPad. I know. Why do people do that? But I, I, what I really love from that report also is really we need to start finding the put your phone away, away. policy. Away. Because it really detracts. People are there talking. People have their phones over and Above, you can't really see anything just put your stupid phone away like let's watch the show and let we're here. the
2: important people do their job
1: wow guys I want to roll over that was to amazing. yes thank you so much Nicole I want to roll over to Echoes from New York with Edgy Benson and then we will kind of have a, a, a finale on this <laughs> 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 AFI highlights <laughs> Edgy welcome to the show
5: welcome Liz hello hey, Edgy welcome, yeah. welcome yeah. to you
1: too <laughs>
2: Uh, (laughs) 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 edgy what's wrong (laughs) i was
5: just listening to you guys i think it was it was so engrossing i guess i just i just got (laughs) lost in the moment
1: you know what nicola don't play morwick ain't playing our guest kaylee ain't playing i mean we are like quest men's business right here today but edgy could you just share with us some of your highlights around the afi show um and uh if you want if you're not in bed you can share what you're wearing too so we can just do that too. Well, I'm not always called
5: out. <laughs> I'm not in bed, but I'm 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 lounging at home. I'm wearing some Diesel jegs and I'm just uh, being easy on it with a t-shirt and listening to you guys. I happen to have the the um, the luxury of being at home <laughs> in the morning. Yes. <laughs> yes. Um it's, it's so cool. I think I, I just, I, the AFI, I think it's so, it's, it's wonderful. I think what they are doing with fast track is what really, really, what I find very, uh, very interesting and very invigorating. Yes. I, even in New York, we don't, I mean, we have the CFDA that does that, but to have it done in, together with the fashion shows, it just, the symmetry is wonderful for them to do that. So I I do find, that's my highlight. Fast track, I think it's my highlight. And mine. Yeah.
1: And And, uh, um, and what are your echoes from New York today around the AFI show?
5: Well, for echoes of New York today, I think I'm just going to take you guys away from, you know, the buzz of Fashion Week, which is, so we, we, we are in this lull between Fashion Week and then the next Fashion Week. So everybody's taking a break. But for us in New York, Right now, we're doing the, the other the other processes that happen after Fashion Week, which is taking all the patterns, everything that you've seen on, in the runway, mm-hmm. and then putting it putting it into production. So we're redoing all the patterns, changing them into production patterns, doing all the production fits. And these are very definite, oh, uh, deliberate processes voice. that are different from what you see on the runway. You Each- know, everything you see on the runway is so unique, and so that's what we're doing away from Fashion Week.
2: Edgy, right. I think what most people don't understand is when Fashion Week finishes, your job starts.
5: Oh, geez. Yes, they, they, they don't know that. So that's what we're doing right now. And I just wanted you guys to, to, to just I wanted to hop on that so that people know these are uh, different processes uh, for designers. You, you go from runway and then you go to the stores and that's a totally different uh, mm. proposition.
2: Absolutely. Kay, Kay, yeah. proposition Because, yeah, because
1: Kaylee is here from AFI Kaylee what is the process right now For after the show Is Normally sometimes it's the after party But what's really going on <laughs> on, on the after the show <laughs> AFI vibes
3: um, So just on the side of fast track um, We're now getting our top four Into their mentorship programs We're trying to find the established designers That best suit them And we feel that they'll be able to grow with um, With regards to other designers as has been mentioned They're now looking At their collection And seeing Which are the pieces That we produce Some designers Don't produce A whole collection Because they they Realize during Fashion week Which are their Key pieces And they also Have to be strategic About the cost Implements Behind each of the garments So a lot of designers Are now going Into production Of the the pieces That they feel Best represent their brand Or the pieces That they can change To make um, retail worthy
2: I think this is Where I go back To, to the point Of the people sitting in the front row because mm. the interest from the editors, the stylists, yeah, that's how the trend analysts, the that they know. Go, yeah, Exactly. A lot of them are doing photo shoots at the moment. I know
3: Cosmopolitan contacted us for our fast track designers. So this is the time that designers are really using the media coverage that our platform gives them to... Push their collection to know what they're Going to retail to know how they get it to their Consumer so that's what's happening at the Moment now and I
0: must just say that I'm so sorry That um, with AFI Mercedes Benz Fashion Week I think It's 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 really on an international Standard where you guys allow Like um, big pieces like 30 Pieces to come down the yeah. roadway It's Some quite, designers it's, have it's, huge it's quite collections. massive Yeah
1: I'm yeah. looking forward to the day I'll be able to show my 100, my best all. <laughs> can anyone help here?
0: You better yes. stop. <laughs>
1: can you all be my team and we can help make it work? 100 pieces. Yeah, 100 pieces. 100 pieces. pieces. 2016. Okay. Here we come. Sounds good. <laughs> Edgy, what is your um? What are your padding shorts? What are your last? What are your thoughts? Who did you really like on the AFI uh, showcase? Did you get to see some of the designers? Um.
5: Season. Yeah, I saw. I saw some. I mean, I I know David Clarley very well. I mean, he's a known quantity in New York. Um, I, I mean, in the scene, I, I did I did follow his work. Um, and I I liked I like the, I mean, the, there's a lot of I, I do like I I did like its menswear part, like the, the underwear and stuff like that. So, but I'm okay.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah,
5: I'm just I'm following it. You know. It's funny, you know. You're so engrossed in what's going on in New York, you don't get a chance to see what's going on in Africa. And so, for this whole week, I've just been looking at all these designers, and and I'm so happy with with what AFI is doing. I, I think it's it's so invigorating. It's uh, to be honest with you, it's a lot better than what we're doing here in wow. terms of how wow. Thank you very, uh, yes. very it's much for that. How it impacts the young designers. AJ, yes. thank
1: you very much. That's a clap to Africa. Let's clap. It, it, is. Africa. it is. Thank you. It is. So, it um, is. Kate, don't go anywhere. Kaylee Davis, how can we connect with AFI for those who are looking, maybe there's designers who are looking to get into Fast Track yeah. or the whole process. Just share with us how they can get in touch with you. So,
3: if you're our designer and you do want to showcase on our platform, if you go to our website, African fashion international, one long word. Um, there are the rules and what you would need to apply on our platform if you are interested in fast track. Unfortunately, it has now been closed for the year because we've got our four that we're going to continue, but that doesn't discourage you from Just keeping an eye on what's happening, we have an Instagram page. It's AFI Fast Track, one word, all lowercase. And then you can see what the the Fast Trackers go through. And if you want to still apply next
1: year, we um, have applications opening in November. Thank you very much, wow. and Eji, thank you for joining us as well. We're gonna go around on who would you want to address and why, and we're gonna start with you because you're not in Africa.
0: Because you're in now, New AJ, York City. You in New York City?
1: <laughs> let's go.
5: <laughs> who All you right. want to so, address
1: and why?
2: <laughs>
5: well, not someone popular, but a very close friend of mine who who, who works as a as, as a corporate lawyer, and I think sometimes people who are in corporate don't know how to 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 to, 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 to kind of like just. To dress uh, to <laughs> transit from corporate to casual they, it's very, they, they do very uncomfortably in casuals, and I, I would like to soften her edges a little bit. I think she's too serious when it comes to casual doesn't know how to mix it up a little bit. And yeah, I, I think casual is a there's, there's, it's, it's got a knack you know you've got to f- know how to do it.
1: Does she have a name. <laughs>
5: <laughs> I'm afraid. To.
2: Okay, fine. Nicola let's go. <laughs> well I'm I'm gonna say some of the attendees of, of Fashion mm. Week because um sometimes uh they see To think that Fashion Week is the time to bring the ugly out um, and the most shocking out um, so some people are just really inappropriately dressed um, and I would love just to steal a few of them Mm -hmm. have a come to Jesus talk
3: (laughs) (laughs) Kaylee, who would you want to dress and why Um, I don't know who I would want to dress but I want people to look at our top four fast trackers and want to be dressed by them so i think that's my target at the moment is finding who those people are and making sure that that happens
2: where where can we see your four so our
3: um four fast trackers are on our website but they're also going to be featured heavily on our instagram page we have just started the fast track one so we are going to have time where you'll be able to see the behind the scenes of each of them and their collections cool
1: more who would you want to dress and
0: why? <laughs> who I want to dress this week is, you know, I saw a little snippet of it is, um, Naomi Campbell. Mm. You know, oh. I think, um, she is still someone of relevance. She's really trying to keep up with, 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 with what is happening.
1: <laughs> yes. <laughs> keeping, so up, so keeping up with her, oh, yes.
0: I'm, I'm, I'm being I'm being diplomatic She's trying to keep up with what's happening, but I think she's absolutely phenomenal. And I know, you know, that um we can do something different to give mm. her a, a, a new look and feel. What do you I know, Edgy, you you're sitting there and smiling. Hey Naomi Campbell girl, you know me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
1: now I'm his nice one. Mm-hmm. I I would want to dress Yemi day who's a Nigerian um pop singer um Ooh. she's got sass she's got energy she's got the and we i love, love women like that yes mm-hmm. and i want to put some lease fire into her but um it's been very nice having you all into in, in the show we also uh, appreciate our listeners um who can obviously uh follow up and let's continue conversations off air on com. this is where we hold it down we'd love to hear from you thanks a lot uh keep it locked and uh Make sure that you don't pull out your ugly, because Nicola's <laughs> gonna come find you.
0: And be safe in the rain. <laughs> ciao, ciao, everyone. Bye, bye. Fashion Lab on cliffcentral.com.